0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Play by Carlos.
1: Community. We've always known healthcare workers are the real heroes. Encore Communities in Silverdale is accepting applications for registered nurses to home health aides. Part-time, full-time, day, evening. For Communities, from memory care to short-term rehabilitation. Paid training for some positions. Go to EncoreCommunities.com slash careers. EncoreCommunities.com careers. Be the hero you want to be.
2: Laurel Cove Community in Shoreline is also part of the Encore family and is accepting applications for caregivers and med aides. Benefits include medical, dental, and 401K. Join our new team where a supportive work environment sits us apart. Go to EncoreCommunities.com slash careers.
3: The Encore Communities family of senior care facilities, Silverdale and Shoreline. Memory care, assisted living,
1: independent living, short-term rehabilitation. EncoreCommunities.com.
3: Radio.
2: For your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara.
4: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mr. Lee William in the spirit of QCs this morning. You can't run and you can't hide. No matter how hard you try, God knows where you are. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. And this morning Uh, Brother Lewis and Jonah volunteered himself to be a (laughs) toss-over. So we understand because many of us have been tossed over ourselves. We've gone through some things because of our disobedience, and we're running. And sometimes uh, people don't know that they're running, and uh, they just keep right on trying to get away. But God knows where we are. He knows where we live. He knows what we're doing, and I'm grateful unto him that he is beholding the evil and the good, and not just beholding the evil, but I thank God he can see us all, and that's a great thing this morning. We give honor to God today for another Friday morning. We thank him for it because it's another weekend, ending, and uh, he has brought us to the weekend. And so we thank him and give him glory, honor, and praise because somebody didn't make it this for this week. Yeah, someone gone on. But he blessed us to make it, and we tell him thank you. Hallelujah. We give him glory, honor, and praise. Today is Testify Friday, and it's on demand. It's demanded today that we testify of his goodness, that we talk of his wondrous works, and that we make known his deeds among the people, because many need to know. Sometimes people forget. They forget that God is. Yeah. That he is right here, right now. They forget that if I draw now to him, no matter what I've done, where I've been, how long I've been there, if I would draw now to him, he would draw now to me. If I ask him to forgive me and mean it from my heart, and I'm, I, I, I've turned my back on what I've done, I'm not doing that again, God will come right in and forgive us. He is today. Hallelujah. He is more than we need. It's Testify Friday. I love talking of his wondrous works, making known his deeds among the people. I like to tell about the things that he has done. Yeah. Because he's done great and mighty things for me, not just materialistically, but spiritually. Great and mighty things came in and changed me from the inside out. Huh? That's a great thing. How many know that's mighty? Do you know anybody else who can totally change your heart, give you a brand new heart without doing surgery on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis says for Jonah now it testifies to Jonah's character, willing to die for the other passengers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was good. That was, well, he he knew either way, brother Louis. He had to get off of there. Yeah, he knew he had to get off of that because he knew what he had done. And they knew something was wrong. They knew somebody on that ship had did something that was not right. And they tried not to throw him overboard. But the end result was he had to go because God had prepared the big fish for him, the whale. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, yeah, listen, we we, we want to talk about his wonders, works. We want to make known the deeds among the people. As often as we can, we want to tell somebody what God has done for us. See, we do a lot of talking to people. Yeah, I've been praying. I'll pray for you. Yeah, I'm blessed. But how are you blessed? What What, what you talking about? You know, and I believe too. That's why a lot of people in the world have a form of godliness. And they're denying the power thereof their love because they've seen those who say they're believers do the same thing. They tell you part of the story, or they don't tell you nothing at all. I've been praying. What is that? We all should pray. Yeah, I'm blessed. How? See, we don't tell it. We we won't tell it. We're ashamed. Yeah. But Paul was the one who really taught me not to be ashamed of the gospel. He said because it got power to save. And when I look back, that's how I got saved. I heard the word one day. I heard about God one day. And when things got real, real bad, I came to give him a try, if he was real. And I found out he was real in my search. But we got to talk of his wonders. Because he will talk of some foolishness. We'll follow up some foolishness right now. And people rather uh, have evil than good. I'm telling you the truth. You post something good on Facebook and see how many likes you get. Now go on over there and post something evil and watch it do it. People like raunchy. <laughs> they like evil. They like dirty. They like worldly stuff. I'm talking about the so-called believers now. All those different type of situations uh, Tyler Perry putting on BET, I see a lot of them. They talk about God one minute and the next minute. Did you see Oprah? Who watching the the, the, the trash? What true believer that love God watches that kind of trash? Now all you lukewarm, that's what you is. you you cold? Because if you're hot, you 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 give it all to God. You want to hear? Something during your day that will encourage you in him Something during your day that will help you to keep your mind on him So that he can keep us in perfect peace Yeah This is what we want We want something that will bring our testimony out Yeah Because sometimes people are or Or what others say what you want to say about me I'm telling you the truth I'm telling you what he did for me I was lost deep in sin, deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within. I was rising, sinking, in other words, to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he truly heard my despairing cry. My lips weren't even moving, but he heard my despairing cry. And from the waters he lifted me. Today I can say safe am I, because I was drowning. I was going down. Yeah. So this is what we want to do. And and again today, when God, when you know that God has truly did some things for you, and you know this is not at the hand of nobody else. No one else could have done this but Almighty God. Nobody, and when you get real with him, nobody has to ask you to do nothing concerning him. I'm telling you the truth. You don't have to ask me. Just open up the door and give me a chance. You have to ask me to shut up. You have to ask me to sit down. Sit down. Okay, we, we didn't want that much. We thank you. Because i run it like a sewing machine. <laughs> I've run it and run it and run it because he has done so much for me. I love that him too, Brother Louis. It's true for me. Yeah. Love lifted me. Look, when nothing else could help, love is what lifted me. I know my dad was a man of God. You know you can't tell me nothing about him. I know him, knew him personally. He was my dad. But what I was going through, he couldn't help me. And I know he kept praying for me, or he prayed for all of us. hmm But I knew I was in his prayer life. I knew it. I was his only daughter, biological. So look what happened. When I was thinking, God lifted me. I'm sure his prayers come up to God for a memorial for his daughter. My grandmother prayed a prayer in 1925 that keeping the whole family going until this day. And see, God knew this. Once I come to her, because he knew the way I would come to him, he was already prepared. I wasn't prepared, he was. And he knew once I found him, because he knew where I was. He knew that I would talk of his wondrous works and make known as these among the people. That's why he gave me the scripture. He knew that I would trust him with all my heart and lean not to mine own understanding and all my ways acknowledging him. He directs my path. I just can't be wise in my own eyes. I have to fear him and depart from evil. He knew this. And this is what he's looking for in this hour. He needs some workers. He needs some not ashamed people. He needs some people who won't shut up, some people who won't sit down. <laughs> That's what he's looking for. He's, he's looking for people who say, oh, I better hurry up and press, because if I don't get up and do it, somebody else is going to beat me to the punch. Somebody going to get that before me. No, I, I don't want nobody outdoing me now. i got to talk first. I told you about, I was in Birmingham, Alabama. Good morning, Brother Perry. How you feeling today? God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I was in Birmingham. The bishop had prophesied to me about the new car, the new outfit, the job. And uh, I was going to the mall uh, to find me an outfit. And, a, and a, a a buckle, I call it, to go on top of the shoe. A buckle that would match the outfit. Because I bought the shoes that matched. So I'm going to look for the outfit now. On my way. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You say he's feeling better today. That's a good thing. So listen, I, I, I'm in the mall. I mean, I'm on my way to the mall. And as I'm going down the street, because I learned, you know, I play good gospel music in my vehicle that God gave me. He gave it to me, so whatever go on in there should glorify him. So I'm going down the road, and I'm praising the Lord, singing, and just happy. And I happen to look up. And when I tell you the trees was weaving and bowing, weaving and bowing, I had never saw that before. You know, I saw plenty of trees, leaves blowing and all of that. I'm from Florida. And then the month of March is high wind here. But I was in Birmingham, and I had never saw this, even in Florida. I never saw trees weave and bow. And I said, they praising God. I said, oh, no, won't no tree out praise me. Oh, you're not going to out praise me. Oh, I went to yelling and Screaming and praising God and, oh, boy, having a time. Got on to the mall. The outfit I wanted was $100. I didn't want to pay $100 for it. It was cream and silver. You know, it had diamonds, white diamonds. And I didn't want to pay $100 for it. So I looked at it, flipped the tag over, it was on sale. Around about thirty nine dollars. I went on and got my outfit. I think that was the right price, y'all. It's been a long time, but I went on and got my outfit. to see, I went on down to the shoe store and found the buckle to go on top of the shoe, the front of the shoe, that matched the outfit because we was getting ready for convention anyway. And that was my new outfit to wear the convention in my new car. Yeah, he did it for me. But look, I had been over there to the church, and Bishop had called me out on a Wednesday night and told me, "So God said he heard your prayer. And so I just stood there and waited. I I waited to hear the rest of what he had to say. He said, and God told me to tell you you prayed for a job. And he told me to tell you he's already given you the job. Well, no, that was on a Sunday. That was on a Sunday night. I go on over Monday morning to the State of Alabama Employment Office. And when I get there, the lady at the front desk, she had been there for years because I had been there before, you know, looking for a job. And when you go to the front desk, she act like you was getting on her nerves. She didn't want to be bothered. What you want now? And so I asked her, I said, "Listen, do y'all accept volunteers?" She said, "Let me go and ask so she went and she asked the uh the district manager he was there, and uh he come out, and he said she asked uh me about volunteers, you want to volunteer? I said, yeah. I said, i like to volunteer for the front desk. Oh, her face lit up. She was happy. I'm off this desk. Oof. So he said, come around here with me. Went in the office and talked to him. He said, um, what kind of customer service experience you had? I explained, I worked for day labor, this and that. He said, okay, feel this out. I feel the paperwork out. He said, can you be here tomorrow morning at 8? I said, yes. He said, well, I'll see you tomorrow at 8. I was there about 7.30. And in the back, you could go around the side of the building and go in the back. There was a patio with tables and chairs where the employees would sit in the summer and have their lunch. So I sat back there. When... 15 minutes to eight. Come, I went in. The door was open. They unlocked it. The door was open. I went in, and uh, he wasn't there yet. So, I went around and set out where the, you know, the, the people said that coming to apply for jobs. So when he got in, he called me. He said, "Listen, he said I'm gonna hire you today. No, no, no civil service test, no this kind of test, no typing test, no test at all." He said, I'm going to go ahead and hire you today. He said, and she's going to train you. The same lady that sat at the desk uh, was just aggravated, you know, over people coming to ask how to apply for jobs there and what jobs you have. And so she started training me. And within two days, I was on the front desk by myself and people would come in, and I would have a nice smile on my face and greet them good, and they was like, ooh. And the old ones, you know, who had been coming in every day, they was like, nice to meet you. I said, nice to meet you. You know, what are you looking for? And they would tell me, and I would send them to the area, you know, where they go on the computer to look for a job, and there was a big catalog there. You know, they had the list of positions, and I would show them how to use the catalog against the computer and this and that. Well, I started that Monday. When that Friday came, he came to me and he said, listen, he said, "Uh, me and the supervisor, we want to take you out. You can go anywhere you want to go and eat for lunch. And you can stay up to two hours having lunch. I said, what? He said, yeah, he said, we gave you employee of the month. I hadn't been there a month, hadn't really been there a week, had been there five days, Monday through Friday. Well, when that Friday come, they took me out. Where you want to go? I said, I want to go to Red Lobster. I want to go and get that shrimp scampi, Jerry, with them biscuits, huh? (laughs) I wanted the big shrimp over there. So I went on over, and they was talking. I didn't know what they was talking about. And every now and then they would look at me and, you know, say something about me and this and that. And So almost at the end of the lunch, they asked if we wanted dessert. And uh, I asked for a, a virgin strawberry daiquiri. And so he said, listen, he said, you haven't even really been here a month, we know. He said, but you've done more in a few days than these people who have been here almost 20 years. And this is why we wanted to reward you today, to show you our appreciation. He said, you have made people here work who have not worked for years. They're back there on the phone acting like they're calling companies. He said, that's not what they're doing. They're just getting a pay, a paycheck, you know, every two weeks. He said, but you come in the door working and you shook this place up. And so this is why we rewarded you, he said, and we have some other things for you. Just hang on. Well, the the uh, reps, they thought I was a volunteer. So they was always coming to try and find me a job to get me out of there. And so I, I told one one day, I said, listen, I work here. This is not a volunteer position. I'm paid for this position. I don't need a job. Look, looked like his face dropped to the floor. Yeah, because I came in working, showing them up, and then they would come to me and say, don't send me any appointments today. I'm real busy. I said, okay. And as soon as the, the board got full and their name was still there with no appointment, I would send a, an appointment to them. And they would come out rolling their eyes looking at me crazy. I said, well, nobody else was available. You were the only one available. Yeah, but I, told, I said, you can be busy, but this is what we are here to do. Help these people find a job. People started coming out the back. I didn't even know work there. They were supposed to come out and get a client and take the client back and work with them. That's not what they were doing. But Bishop told me, God said he heard your prayer, he was going to give you a job. I didn't know it was going to be that Monday. And the strange part of it, he had told me before that God was going to bless me that week, the same week I got the checking and saving account at the credit union when I went in with my hair on my head and no shoes. He said God was going to bless me with what I wanted. I went to the Simply Fashion. We used to call it the $5 store because you could go in and buy outfits for $5 from Simply Fashion. And I went there and I bought a bunch of clothes from the warehouse. Simply Fashion Warehouse was in Birmingham. And I was buying the clothes to wear to church. But when I get the job at the employment office, I start mixing and matching the outfits up so I could have casual uh, uh, dress wear professional to wear to work. One of the brothers in the church, Brother Snipes, he did hair. And I wanted that Vicky Win cut. She had a bad cut. He said, Well, come on, I'm gonna cut your hair and hook you up for your new job so you can go in there. They're gonna think you own the place. I said, Well, come on there, think I'm the DM. I said, Come on, I'm the district manager. And we laughed and he did my hair. God opened many doors for me because of my faith. Because I started trusting him. He had made me a brand new creature in him. Old things had passed away. See, I I wasn't going out to get stuff off other people's resume and put it on my resume to make me look qualified. I didn't have to do that anymore. The first day after he spoke that Sunday, he gave me the job. Yeah, it was it was weird. And then church members as we call them, the same people I worshiped and praised God with started coming in. And they said, hey, we didn't know you work here. I said, yeah, I work here. <laughs> I said, remember what Bishop said? They said, yeah. I said, I just got the job. I said, he spoke it that Sunday. I got it the next day. Brother Trent he was at the front desk. He went to shouting at the front desk because we believed in that. We Wherever we was, we believed in praising God. He said, Sister, God is good. He said, Look, I'm looking for something. And he told me what he was looking for in the kitchen. And I said, Well, look, let me see if I can find you something cooking because it will pay you more. He said, Yeah, because I was just want to be a little prep cook. I said, No, let me find you something. God began to move for the people. The people that was coming there looking for work, God began to move. And guess what? When you look out now, you may have three or four people sitting out uh, who have filled out applications and things, and they're waiting for one of the reps to call them from the back. Before, it was running over with people. But God used me so that people could be blessed with jobs. You hear me? He's that kind of God. And so when I, I went to church, he, Bishop opened the door for me to testify. <laughs> I remember he went and sat on the organ. and usually he it while he's sitting there. He didn't touch a key. He just sat there waiting to hear the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. He said, Barbara, back. I need you. I said, yes, sir. He said, because, Barbara, I need you praying for me. I said, we'll do it, Bishop. We'll do it. Yeah. And see, this is when we let go. I can't think about what people gonna think about me. I'm in the world, but not of the world. I can't be walking around living my life based on what you are gonna think about me. Because if that's the case, then my life is built on doing things that you will approve of. I can't build my life on your approval. I got to build my life on God. I got to live it according to what God approves. Uh, according to what he's pleased with, according to what he can accept. Not on what the people or the world can accept. I'll be messed up. I'll be scared to move. I would do this, but the people going to think I'm that. Think what you want. Whom the sun set free is free indeed. And you know what you're going to soon find out? Just as soon as you let you go, and as soon as you let what the people think go, you're going to see how blessed you really can be. You're going to see the blessings of the Lord really move because you obey obeying him. And you don't care who like it and who don't like it. Or you'll get holy boldness, honey. Pray for holy boldness. You'll stand up in people's face. You'll stand up in the supervisor's face and tell the supervisor God is. God got this. And walk right on. And they, they won't even bother you. They'll be like, what? What is they talking about? See, I knew they was crazy, and they won't even bother you. Why? I'm walking in the spirit. I'm walking in the word of God. I've been set free by the son of God, his only offspring, his begotten son, that suffered, hung, bled, and died, rose, with conquered all, and rose with all power. Hey, I, I, I'm on the right path here. And if they find me on the job, whatever state I'm in, I'm going to be content. Because if he took me from that, he's he going to give me this, huh? He gonna give me better than what he took me from. Yeah, I told you about. I, I was in a place called Fairbanks, Alaska. Seeing the ad in the paper for three weeks, nineteen days, I saw the ad in the paper. I'm leaning to my own understanding. I'm being wise in my own eyes, y'all, because I'm saying this. Now, I, I, I shouldn't apply for that job because they're going to want a degree in cooking. Uh, they're going to want your certificate in chef school. Now, every day I saw the ad. On the 19th day, God spoke. Mm. Apply for it. It was like he was saying, I dare you to apply for it. huh it was almost felt like that. I know that wasn't what it was, but it felt like that. I picked the phone up and I called. A woman by the name of Frida answers the phone. Uh good morning, uh women, women and children. This is Frida. I said, Good morning, I'm Barbara Mack. I said that I'm calling about your cook adding no, you're adding the paper for a cook. She said, and where have you been? You you holding me up. I've been waiting for you. You, you, You're taking too long. She said, i got to go. Come on. I thought I heard that, but I said I couldn't have heard that. I said, but she said, I know she said, come on. I said, let me go. She gave me the address. I went over. She took me on a short tour, told me to go over to First Avenue, make the application, and they would send me over to the drug testing place um, so that I could be drug tested. And when I got through with the drug test that morning, you know, giving them blood or hair or whatever they wanted, come on back to the center. Well, when I got done, it was around, let's say, 9.30. I'm going to give it that early. could have been 10. But I think it was 9.30 because I had to serve the daycare a snack. And then I started prepping for lunch for the women because the children, you know, they had been taken care of. Well, the the lady there, the head lady there, uh, her name was Debbie Lewis. i never forget her. She came and gave me a handful of keys. And I said, "But well, where's Frida? She said, honey, Frida gone. Frida had to go. I'm like, the woman done left me here by myself. But remember, she took me on a short tour. So when I went back there, because she showed me the menu, this and that, but I didn't have time to do that menu that day. I didn't get there until, let's say, 9.30, something to 10. I got the daycare out of the way, went and did some hot dogs, made some fresh hot fries with the hot dogs, made the drink, served them up some Jello, and I was good to go. They break the steam tables down and bring the pots and the serving dishes in and wash them up, let them dry, come back and put them up. So while they doing that, I began to start dinner. Cause see, I just served lunch. I would go out back many days and look out back. The trees looked like a Hallmark card. Snow, oh my! You talking about beautiful? It was beautiful there. The snow just glistening. Oh, it was just wonderful. And I was out back one day, and this lady comes. And uh, because the majority of them were natives. and she come and we she smoking and we standing out back. I'm talking with her, she talking with me. I didn't know who she was, but you know the words say in order to obtain friends, one must uh, show himself friendly. So I'm just friendly anyway. That's why to take a special kind of husband because I'm friendly. So she said, um, Barbara. She said that. Uh, we smell that food you cook. She said, you can smell it all down the street. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, and the, and the ladies want to know, uh, you know, the employees, uh, when are you going to do something for them? I said, you know, that's a good thought. I'll be thinking about that. I said, but I get so busy, you know, serving the women and children. I said, and the daycare is separate until a lot of days, you know, I don't think about a budget for them. So we went on talking. And she said, I love the ski ski in this kind of weather. I said, you do? She said, yes, cold and crisp. And, you know, I like going down the slopes. So where I lived, they had a ski slope, and they had those things that you could ride across the sky. I've forgotten what you call those. I said, well, listen, anytime you want to ski, let me know. I can get you in. She said, where you live? I said, on Wayne Wright. She said, wow. I said, yeah, and I I can get you a pass to ski. She said, can you get me a pass to the lodge? I said, I can get you a pass to the lodge. She said, you never been. I said, no, Cindy, I don't ski and I don't (laughs) lodge. And she started laughing. She said, well, i tell you what, Barbara, what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to pass your name around. She said, and you will never be without work. She said, and I'm going to make sure it's the right page. Well, see, I'm not thanking Frida coming back for her job. Yeah, uh, uh, ski lifts. Thank you, Brother Lewis. Ski lifts, that's it. I'm not thinking Frida coming back for her job. So I'm in there wide open, you know. I didn't change anything around. It came up time for uh, them to have a potluck with the elders. They dig they on their elders. They have a lot of respect for the older people. If an older person says something to one of them, they bow down like they're kings and queens. They're not like we are. And so came up the potluck path. They, they they have moose, they have caribou, uh reindeer. They love mandarin oranges. Oh, they love mandarin oranges. They love jello. And so, you know, and they make fried bread the best bread you ever tasted. Oh, my goodness, I'm sick right now because I need a piece. Look, they went back there and all I had to do was overseer them with the cooking. You know, watch them and nobody get into an altercation and one got a knife or nothing like that because it was drug and alcohol treatment, see. So I watched them and there's certain things only I could bring out and put back and stuff like that. So... When it was time for the potluck, I had called my daughter, my oldest daughter. I said, Coco, she said. <laughs> I said, I'm over here. They getting ready to uh, have this potluck thing, I said. And they finna jump across brooms and leap over totem poles and all. And we laughed. She and I, we laughed. Honey, <laughs> went to the potluck, and the elders, these older ladies, got up and began to testify, began to tell how they first come to God. Some of them told they was alcoholics and was walking across a field drunk and heard the music under the tent and went under the tent drunk. And the preacher called them and prayed for them and prayed them sober. And they received the Holy Ghost right there. Oh, look, here! Yeah. And when they sang, it was like they were singing songs of Zion. The Spirit of the Lord come. As soon as it was over and I greeted the elders, I ran back there to the phone and called my daughter. I said, hey. She said, what's going on? I said, no totem poles. I said, no jumping over sticks and brooms and things. I said, these people... Have God and got him for real. She said, what? I said, listen here, Coco. I said, these women are no joke. She said, oh, talk to me about it when you get home. I said, and I'm bringing you some fried bread. And she said, bring it on. And see, it taught me, shut your mouth. He said, "No, those that labor among you. Judge not unless by the same measures you judge, you're going to be judged. The way I judge you, I'm going to be judged that same way. Oh, I was back there in that kitchen crying. You hear me? Because I realized I had messed up. Oh, I'm back there crying and repenting. And they said, what's wrong, Barbara? I say nothing, nothing. I'm good, I'm good. They said, Barbara, the Spirit's still on you. I said, no, the Spirit ain't on me. I'm repenting. They said, "Baba, what you read? I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I couldn't tell them what I had said about them. Are you crazy? And then I said, I said some things I shouldn't have said. And one lady, she said, it was about the elders, wasn't it? I said, it was about all of y'all. <laughs> and they started laughing because they saw me. They saw me. They, <laughs> they saw they saw the, oh boy, they saw I was sorry. I can tell you that. They saw I was godly sorry. And that would not ever happen again. Well, listen, I enjoyed working there because they would come and they would, you know, tell me the things, the reason for them being there. And uh, they would call me anytime. Hey, Barbara, uh, the 11 o'clock didn't show up. Can I get you to come over and do the eleven o'clock, and uh, you can go home at seven? This after Frida done come back. Frida done come back and got her cooking job back. So I became a residential aide and a counselor's assistant. In the day, I was the counselor assistant. When I worked at night, I was a residential aide. But remember, Cindy, who, who loved to ski, she made sure that the pay reflected each, each job. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Then she sent me over to a place called New Hope. I I, I met the director over there's name. We called him Art. Got to meet Art wife, me, Art, laughing and talking. And she talking about, I don't know what kind of Christian you and, oh, my God, y'all are too much. You two Christians, Y'all something serious. And we would laugh. Beautiful wife. And, uh. You know, I would go over there, and then I would cook over there and serve. And he would say, "Barber, this is not your job to cook. I don't want you over here cooking for them because you're spoiling them. They know how to go in there and rustle them pots. Yeah. But I would make fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, green beans, uh, homemade banana pudding, you know. They, 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 and baby, they would come to that table and they would eat. Yeah. But different things would go on that you had to watch because they was there so they could not drink. But a friend, you know, may come by or or somebody may throw a bottle over the fence, you know, a bottle of alcohol. And one of them get it and dig a hole in the ground and hide it. All kind of stuff. You had to, you, you know, know about it to, to to be able to help them. And then the addictions would come with lies, and the, and the lies would be so touching, but they lies, and you know they lie, So you you can entertain it. But God blessed me in these positions, and they paid me quite well. I went over to one called Rap Produce life-givers. Over at Ralph Purdue. I was a correctional uh, uh, residential aide. These people come out of prison to finish their they term in the drug and alcohol treatment center. And so I was a CO over there. Yeah, I did. just what the correctional officers do at jail. You got to watch everything. You may have to do a shakedown. Wherever they went, they could they couldn't go nowhere unless I was present. I opened the door and made a way. I had an accident working there in the company van bringing some young girls. I was working for LifeGivers where these girls are ages 10 to 17, and they in drug and alcohol treatment. You hear me? Yeah. And so I had an accident in the van and twisted my left kneecap. God took care of all of that. Do y'all hear me? He took care of all of this. Why? I went there to serve. I, I didn't just go there to get a paycheck. It's just me. I needed money. But I mainly went there to let my light shine. Had someone who had been in the, in the program 262 times, God delivered them on my watch. We was riding to the thrift store because wherever they went, it was free. Everything basically was free to them. And on certain days, they could go to the thrift stores and get free stuff. Whatever they got, they didn't have to pay for. So on the way, I began to minister to them about the goodness of the Lord and how he was coming back looking for his people and this, that, and the other. Well, when we stopped, this one man, he said, hey, Barbara, can I talk to you? I said, yeah. When everybody got off the van, he said, Barbara, he said, that's what I'm afraid of. I said, what? He said, I'm afraid I'm going to be drunk when God comes back. I don't want to be drunk when He comes back, Barbara. I had never heard that before. Y'all hear me? I was kind of in shock. And so I said, You don't have to be. I said, You got to go to Him for yourself. I said, I'm going to go to Him for you and we'll go together. I said, but you got to tell him what you want him to do for you and what you're saying. You got to mean it to him because whatever you tell him, that's what he's going to do. He said, well, Barbara, I, I, I want to be his. I said, okay. Led him to the Lord and everything, stick with him, prayed with him. We got off the van. I went on about my business and went on to the next job, whether it was rap or do, uh, women and children or life givers or Family Focus, whichever one it was, you know. And I forgot all about him in my going to and from different, you know, jobs. And one day I got to see this man, and I see him, and we're at the service station. I'm getting gas in my van. And he said, hey, Barbara, I said, hi. And the way he said it, he knew me. He had to know me because he knew my name. He said, you don't know me, do you? And I said, your face looks so familiar, but I just can't remember right now. He told me his name. Let's say his name was Bob. I said, what? He said, yeah, Bob. He said, you remember that day? I said, yeah, I remember. He said, ever since that day, Bob, I, I took another. He said, I walked away from the program and have not been back. He said, and, Barbara, that's been like a year or two. I'm looking crazy. And he had a brown and tan uniform on with the brown hat. He said, I'm the maintenance head, maintenance man down at the hotel on First Avenue. I'm to myself, you know, I'm trying to keep my face composed. But I'm like, what? But see, God was just showing me. No matter how severe the problem is, I'm a deliverer. (laughs) No matter how severe the problem is today, I set free. I sent my son, and whom my son set free, whoever they are, they are free indeed. And if they choose not to go back, they don't have to. Yeah. It learned me some prayers. You hear me? Over the years, it taught me some prayers. It taught me prayers like this, that, Lord, forgive me for all I've done wrong. You said if it was wrong and I did it, it wasn't wrongdoing, it was a sin. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Give me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within me. And, Lord, when this sin that I've committed come around again my way, let it not find me in the same place. But that I, my house been swept clean and I've moved on. And I refuse to allow anything that's unclean to come back in. Yeah, it learned how to pray some things. Many different situations I've been in. Yeah, all down in what they call the ghetto. Didn't have a brain to be scared. Yeah, because greater is he that lived within me than he that was in the world. Greater was sending me. So greater didn't let me have a spirit of fear. He allowed me to have power, love, and a sound mind. Then greater will come and show me, I'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I'll anoint your head with oil. See, for my obedience, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you'll dwell in my house forever. Now go on and say amen. Seal the deal on it. Agree with me here. Yeah. It does not make me perfect. I want you to hear me now. It does not make me perfect. It make me in want. It make me want more of him. It allows me to know I need more of him. It allows me to know you have not arrived. This is not heaven. You're still at your workstation. You're still at your workplace. You yet got to work while it's day. You yet got to resist the devil so he can flee. You yet got to love your enemies. You yet got to keep your mind on him so he'll keep you in perfect peace because you trust him. You yet got to trust in him with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways. You yet got to acknowledge him. He's going to direct your path. You can't be wise in your own eyes. You got to fear God and depart from evil. You yet got to let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in His sight. He's your Lord, your strength, and your Redeemer. Huh? Hallelujah, Jesus! That's what it makes you. He blessed me with an office. He gave me the office of evangelist. People have tried to make me many different things. Hey, Pastor uh, Pittman. Hey, hey, Dr. Pittman. Hey, Reverend Pittman. Oh, they done tried to make me many things. I refuse. Apostle Pittman. Oh, no, no, no. See, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt what he called me for, evangelism. He gave uh he gave me the title evangelist. I didn't give it to myself. I didn't let the preacher give it to me. God gave it to me. And I walk in that office. Because of the work, it make me appear to be other things because of the work. But I'm simply the evangelist for the real people. That's who I am. I'm the evangelist for the real people. That's who I am. Those that truly want God, those that really seeking Him, those that know I'm not all the way right yet. I, 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 I still, you know, you make me mad enough. I still cuss you out, you know. Uh, you make me mad enough. I might lay my hands on you suddenly. And the scriptures say, lay hands on no man suddenly. See, th- these are the people He sent me to work with. If you look back at him, he worked with prostitutes, pimps, all kind of sinners, thieves and robbers. This is who he worked with. But when he got through, these people were no longer that. They still had the title. They still, uh, the people still remember when. They remember when uh, uh, that girl over there married with the uh, Magdalene, I think her name was. They still remembered her and what she used to do with men. They still remember Peter was a fisherman, but he was a rebel. He'll fight right now. Get your sword out. Let's go at it now. I've been using this sword a long time. I know how to cut ears and things off. But when God got through, even Peter went through. Remember, he told him, you're going to deny me before the the cock crow three times. Anybody remember? And Peter did just that. But afterwards, Peter got it together. See, after I done did all my dirt, after I done sinned to the fullest, after I done been a fornicator for years, after I done chased after money because I loved it, and he said the love of money is the root of all evil, not the money, the love of it. I did all kinds of things to get the money. After all of this, he come in, and he made me a new creature in him. The world won't see it. The world won't see it. But he did it, so he'd know it. For if any man be a Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. You're going to say hallelujah right there. You're going to praise him right there. Because if he did it for one, he'll do it for the other. He's no respecter of person. If he did it for Barbara, he'll do it for me. The songwriter made a wonderful statement, and I love it until this day. The songwriter said, please, be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. Just have a little more patience with me because I'm still doing some things, but that good thing that God began to do in me, He will continue until He comes back or I die. Listen, be patient with me. He's not through with me. Now, when He gets through with me, I'm coming out shining. I'm coming out shining like gold, pure gold. Gold is not gold until the gunk and the junk been burned off of it. You have to put it in the refinery, put it in the fire, and let the gunk and the junk burn off. Then you get the gold. So, see, I'm in the fire being purified. <laughs> Wait on me. Have a little patience. Don't don't put too much on me. Don't don't think too much of me because I'm still being purified. It's him that got all the answers. I don't have them. It's him that's almighty God with all power. It's him that'll make you a new creature. I can't do it. I can stand in the gap for you. I can pray for you. I can stand with you before him, but I can't do it. Only he can. All glory to his majesty. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's able this morning, but we got to want to do it, and we got to want to talk about it. We, we got to want to tell our stories, as they call it. They testimonies. And no story, it's the truth. I'm testifying of what happened. When you go to court to testify, they ask you, are you going to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Because they don't want no lies. So when I testify, I'm telling you the truth. If I tell you a story, see, I can add some uh, nonfiction stuff to the story. But when I testify, i got to tell you the truth. My goodness, I'm saying this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus, today. (laughs) Hey, you're yet king of kings of the four-time God and Lord of lords. You are our Lord and master. We worship you. You are our God and our king. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your change in power. He's able to change us from the inside out. Don't let nobody fool you. Don't let the devil tell you, oh, no, you'll never be like that. He's a liar and a fool. Don't believe what he say. God can make you over. I'm a living witness of that. Yeah. Because His Word said so, and He did it for me. He made me a whole another person. I, I'm not even that person I was born as. He changed all of that. I used to have somewhat uh, 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 of these uh, what they call them. Low self-esteem. I
3: used
4: to have some of that. <laughs> I even used to have uh, some of that. Uh, you fat. Nobody want to be bothered with a fat person. He took all that away. He took every bit of that away. Fat. <laughs> Oh, fat in him. Hallelujah. The fat person got clout in heaven. Let me tell you about that. The fat person got a Savior that loves her like no one else. The fat person can call upon him, and he going to hear. I'm talking about Almighty God that have all power. There's no higher power. All power coming to hear what I'm talking about. Because all power know the very intent of my heart, and He know my heart is for His people, because He loves His people. And don't fool with Him here. Don't don't bother around with His people. Don't mistreat His people. Don't do His people wrong. Yeah, because you you're upsetting, and He's known to destroy His enemies. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful unto Him this morning. It's Testify Friday. Somebody ought to be excited. The talk of his wondrous works, make known his deeds among the people. What he's done for me. You can't tell it. I got to tell it. I'm the one that experienced it. I'm the one he did it for. I know how much it meant to me for him to deliver me. You don't know how much it meant to me for me to come out. See, because what's important to you is important to you, and what's important to me is important to me. It was important to me that I be delivered by God. It was important to me that I be set free. (laughs) It was important to me that I learn of his ways and that I learn how to obey. Even that I learn to suffer. Because I learned if I suffer, i gain eternal life. But that's not what they're teaching today. The they don't want you to think you got to suffer. This is a suffering way. Somebody not going to like you. Somebody going to lie on you. Somebody in your own family going to be against you. Somebody in your family coming to use you every time. They don't come because they love you. they coming to get something out of you. I haven't spoke to you all year about nothing. But now they in dire straight, they come to you. That's not God. Children not doing what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to love your parents. They're not showing no love. They come to kill, steal, and destroy. You got to tell them bye-bye, baby. God bless you, should I be praying for you? <laughs> but parents are weak and vulnerable. That's my child. Girl got the knife in her hand finna kill another person. Police kill her. Oh, she was such a loving baby. She was such a school honor. And she With a knife in her hand finna kill somebody, you want to tell me she was all these things? And people don't look at who she was and what she was doing. They looking at her color. They looking at her race. You can be any color you want with the knife in your hand, finna kill somebody. I I, I just don't have the respect. It's just not there for me. I don't mind praying for you. And if you're going to, well, you can't go to prison because you're dead. But if you went to prison and, and I could write you and encourage you, I would. If I could come to your funeral, I would come to your funeral to support your family, if I could. But I don't go to support wrong. I go to support right. You have heard me say this many times. I am with you when you are right. I'm not with you when you're wrong. I'm separated from you with the wrong thing. And they put all this stuff out there to trick folks, and they're so uh, ignorant to the fact that they don't even see. What these people doing to you to keep you in a uproar. Didn't the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy, that's what the word said. All they gotta do is the media is to attach black to something. And I might stop going by black. I might go by brown. <laughs> so when I see black, I I don't even oh that they not talking about me. And nobody I know. We brown. Feeding into the foolishness. That the devil captured. I'm talking about people with degrees. They done went four years, eight years, and they following this nonsense. You are supposed to be educated, and you won't see what was going on, but you see the end result: black teenager dead by deputy, by cops. Black man choked to death by cops. Ain't looking at nothing that was done. What brought all of this about? How did the police get involved? Why were the police called? We don't look at any of that. We see the word black. And, boy, we ready to go to war. We ready to tear up some buildings, set some stuff on fire. I'm not carrying up nothing, burning. I didn't even know these people. Did you really know them? I didn't. Simply because the basketball star knew him, uh, Kobe Bryant knew him. I don't know. Him. I don't even know Kobe. Yeah, I don't know Magic Johnson. I know what they say in the in, in the in the media about him. I know what they said on TV. I, I don't know Michael Jordan. You know him. I don't know these people. It's simply because they said something I'm going to follow with, I don't know them. And I know the media is some liars. They out to sell news. They out to get you to watch their station, their news station. They out to get you to buy their newspaper. I'm not going for the foolishness. No, Bob, not going for it. You're not tricking, Bob. The devil is a fool and a liar, and I'll make a fool out of you if you allow him to. I don't know him. I'll pray for the family. Be a group and keep it moving. Show them like T.I. this morning. You don't know me. I don't know you. I got to see what happened. As matter of fact, you can show me what happened, but I wasn't there. I could, what am I going to say? What can I prove? Yeah. I'm not following the world. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to stay in the Word. I'm staying in the Word of God. He said all these things would come. In His Word, He already established it. And it's showing up every day. Hallelujah. Listen, I got fired up right away this morning. Let's pray. Hallelujah. We're talking about His wondrous works. And we're making known His deeds among the people today. We're talking about the good news which is Jesus Christ, the Son of the true and living God. we talking about Almighty God this morning that so loved the world. He gave his only begotten Son. He loved the good, the bad, and the ugly, and he made a way that we could become his. We were separated from him in the garden back then with Adam and Eve, but he made a way to redeem us back to him. And many of us he has drawn. Unto him today And if he has drawn you You need to lift your hands and tell him Thank you Jesus Because he has not drawn everybody Unto him Thank you Lord Let's pray Father God in the name of Jesus We thank you this day for all you've done For what you're doing right now And Father what you're going to do We give you glory We give you the honor and the praise For Father there's none like you We bow down this morning before you humbly. And, Father, we come before the throne of grace to make our petition known unto you. Father, you made this country, and it's called America. And, God, you've allowed some things. you even allowed the evil to have its place because everything has its place. But you redeemed man back to you. You made a way. And your word said that if we'll come believing, then we would be saved. If we would seek your word, seek you with our whole heart, if we'll turn from our wicked ways, oh God, you would hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal the land. But, Father, it's not what we are doing. Many of us are still holding on to us. We're still holding on to hate. We're still holding on to ungodliness. Yet, we'll breathe out of our mouth the things about you, but our hearts are far from it. Help us today to gird up the loins of our mind in you and in your word, in obedience, in the name of Jesus. Help us to be the church that you're coming back looking for without spot or wrinkle. Because, Father, you're yet able to declare us blameless before your throne. Help us this morning to be your people and allow you to be our Father and our God. Help us today, Father, to search our own hearts. And if we find anything that shouldn't be in there, that we ask you this morning to take it out and save us. or oh, give us the right frame of mind. Let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. Give us a mind of obedience unto your voice and your word today in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. We can't do it without you. Or Without your Father, we can't do it. Uh, Because of you, we can face today and tomorrow and any other day. But without your Lord, we can't make it. And we need you this morning like never before. And we're calling upon you to come and see about us. Help us to be your people. Because if we're obedient, it's as witchcraft. We're witchcraft workers. And God, we don't want no part of the devil. We want to obey you today. And Father, we all need deliverance this morning. Deliver us. Set us free in you. Father... Whatever's hunting us, whatever is plaguing us today, we ask in the name of Jesus that, Father, you would rebuke it for our sake and your sake. Help us this morning to walk upright before you daily in the name of Jesus. Help us today to be your people, or not in the world and of the world, but in you and of you, almighty Jehovah God. Help us today, help us today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you glory, honor, and praise for what you're doing, what you've done, and what you're going to do. We ask today, Father, that you would bless every caller and every listener, bless every family member represented here, every household, every friend this morning. Bless, Lord, as only you can do. But we know you're the God of many blessings. We know you're the God of miracles. You're the God of favor. Do it for us today in the name of Jesus. Those that are standing in the need, God, of finances, whatever they need today, housing, whatever they need, oh, God, cars, whatever they need, Lord. Food, we ask that you would move in a mighty way for these, your people. Lord, somebody got court cases to go to court for. Moved by your spirit, somebody in prison, God, and they bound, set them free. For whom your son set free is free indeed. Those that are sick, God, healed this morning like never before in the name of Jesus. You took a beating from the healing of the nation. It's you that heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it here for your people today in the name of Jesus. And, Father, remember each of us with loved ones. Lord, whatever concerns us concerns you. Fix it, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we ask this morning that you will remember those in every branch of the military. They stand in need of you. Keep them safe, Father, from all hurt, harm, or danger. Bless their children and their wives and and their family members, mothers and fathers, sisters. God bless this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask that you would bless widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, preachers, Israel, Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters overseas. Open doors and make ways for them, O God. Move by your spirit this day for your people there. Bless America and the leadership. Have mercy this morning, oh God. Have mercy this morning in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. We stand in the need of you. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, you're already having your way here, but have your way to more. Move by your spirit here. Bless your people here today like never before. We all stand in the need of you. Do it for your glory in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. We can't praise you enough. We can't worship you enough. Father, if we all had 10,000 tongues and we begin to praise you with everyone, it wouldn't be enough because you are more than God, always more than we need, always more than we want in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor. Father, we give you the praise for answering. We thank you for hearing. And, Lord, we thank you for answering us this morning. We love you today. It was you who first loved us. We appreciate you this morning. We give you glory no one deserves like you. Um, We give you honor. Hallelujah. We praise you today. We worship you in spirit and in truth. And we thank you for what you're doing in this hour. We thank you, Lord, for doing it for us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I can hear this. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. Hallelujah. No, not one. Mm. No, not one. Hallelujah. None else can heal all our soul's diseases. No, not one. Singing, no, oh, yeah, yeah. not one, hallelujah, hallelujah, I see you, Brother Anthony, God bless you, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, there's none like him, none like him, I'm with Sean Mitchell, and I mean it, you can search all over, you won't find nobody Nobody greater than he is. There's nobody greater than our God, Jehovah.
3: You you can look
4: everywhere. You're not going to find one. He's the only wise God. He's the only God that loves us so much. He sent his only begotten son. See, some things we need to think on, some things we need to focus on. It's going to help us to keep our mind on him. It's going to help us to walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yeah. It's going to help us to be better than we are. And we all need better. We all need to become better than we are unto him. Today, he's worthy. <laughs> More than. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you?
2: Bless. Hallelujah. Good morning to everybody. Good morning to you, Miss Barbara, Brother Louis, uh, Brother Frank, uh, Ms. Jerry, and uh, everybody out there listening to this morning. Just. This- I want to good morning to everybody God, have a good
4: day today thank you, y'all Prayers, Y'all are my prayers. Amen Amen, brother Anthony God bless you this morning And we keep you in our prayers And We know that, we know that there's nothing too hard for him to do today And so we thank Him. We thank Him. We give Him the glory, the honor, and the praise. And I tell you, He's changing some things, and He's doing that. And He's doing it for the sake of His people. And God is going to take care of us. This is why we reach out to Him more and more and more. And this is why we make Him first. We give Him the first fruit of everything. Because when the world is failing, we're succeeding. (laughs) And glory. So this is not our home we're just passing through. And one day we're going to clock out down here for the last time and go home to be with him. But we're doing all we can do here to make our calling and election sure. So that one day we can hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful." That's what we want to hear. We don't want to hear depart from "I don't know you," iniquity. We don't want to hear that. We want to hear "Well done, come on in." Hallelujah! I prepared a place for you. Yeah. But heaven is a place, and they take a special people to be there. Not in any everybody is in heaven. Hallelujah, He's Jesus. But so we're grateful unto Him this morning. I, I, it turned cold here. And uh, I didn't have a seat on. I got up and turned a turn little, so now I can feel in my nose, but we bind. If that ain't look Jesus, I'm going to be all right. I'm supposed to get up and here today, and uh are 54. I know we're probably 53 here this morning, 54 in Ocala, but it'll warm up later. So we fine. Uh, right Anthony? you have anything else you would like to say, sir?
2: Oh, uh, y'all alright you all right. Y'all have a blessed day today. Love
3: y'all. Amen.
1: Hey. Go ahead. I, oh,
4: that, I know you in the- Okay. All right. I'm going to mute your mic you here in the truck this morning. I know you're working. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Brother Lewis said, uh, hey, Brother Anthony, God bless you. Yeah. And I'm sure he said the same thing back to you. Well, he said, hello to you. I heard him. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you right now, Sister. God bless you this morning. How are you?
1: Good morning, Evangelist Barbara. I am well. I sit here and I thought God has been good to my whole household. I was married to my husband for 36 years. And out of those 36 years, he was an alcoholic. He drove many years, many, many years, and people don't believe it. He drunk drive for over 30 years, never got a DWI, and never went to jail. And that's when I know he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And I used to tell him, Robert, God has given you the favor. Because I don't even know sometimes how he made it home. He was like out of his mind. But I do know on his last dying days, he received the Lord. But for over 30 years, he would drink a 1.75 liter of gin in two days. And he would say, Jerry, there's no way he's drinking like that. I know, right? And sometimes... We as a family, we would sit down and get angry because look what Bob do. If we did that, but you know what we had to learn? Favor ain't fair, but it showed his shoulder is right. Why were we getting angry? Because he was supporting us. But we didn't like the fact that we couldn't do what he do. Not everybody can do what God allowed some to do. He allowed Noah to drive the boat without a stern wheel and fall off the boat drunk. Favor ain't fair. But why did we get angry? Because we were jealous. We were ignorant. Sometimes we get jealous of what others get away with. Or it seems like they're getting away, but what? God is doing is using him To support all of you guys But we got angry At the age of 19 I started working Well I graduated 15 But at the age of 19 This lady named Nona Cox She took me under her wings And she said Jerry I'm going to teach you how To excel in this In this business And she did She taught me so well till I became my supervisor Supervisor And the lady became my friend I was like oh I thought she was going to hate me Favor and fair But even as me being her supervisor The lady still kept me under her wings And showed me what I hadn't learned yet Favor isn't fair And her children thought You know, Jerry, we didn't like you because you took our mama's job. I know, and I'm so sorry for that. But I was too young to be sorry. I just said that because it sounded nice. But as I got older and became that lady's friend, I did feel bad. I felt very bad. But I learned that God was promoting me for another level. Because the lady, when I came and got the job, I was walking down the street, she said, oh, I got a job for you. She liked me just by passing. But that was God. He gave me a job because he knew my mother had six children at home trying to support with no husband. I got the job. I excelled on the job and stayed there 37 years. I just sit back and I think of the goodness of the God. I don't have time to get angry now about what others look like they're getting by with. God said, like he told Jonah, you can run, but you can't hide. It may look but like you're getting by, but you're not getting away. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that I am Lord. Jerry, I was doing this for you and your family. You had two special need children in the house. How are you gonna make it if I put Robert in jail? Are you really that angry? No God. He had to sit down and talk to me. But it looked like he was getting away with so much. God, he's committing a doctrine. Oh Jerry, you ain't so clean yourself. Take a look at that. He's doing, you doing. I just uncovered him. If I was to uncover some of your things, you will run in the room and hide your face and go up under all your clothes. Stop judging. Judge ye not. Let's not judge people. I try not to get into politics with my friends. If we judge Biden, he said this. What does he say, Jerry? He said, you must not be black if you ain't voting Democrat. He's stigmatizing you. You okay with that? But Trump, oh, what did Trump do? Well, yeah, Trump did some stuff too. They all do what they say they do just to get for them. We need to make up our own mind and not let the news media tell us what to do. I, living in the house, receiving the goodness of God, and I'm still getting angry. Who does that? Who gets angry? and the man is giving you his $3,600 check a week, but you're still angry because he drives drunk. You're not angry at him. You're angry because your mother died an alcoholic, your father was an alcoholic, and took your mother, and you raised without a father. So you have abandonment issues, Gary. You're not angry because Robert's getting away. You're angry because things had happened in your life. And if we all would take a look at ourselves, We would be judgmental of our own self. It's not that Robert got away. I'm thinking robert been to Vietnam, and the pole blew up on him. He probably drank to get over all the death and things he went through in Vietnam. I haven't gone through what that man went through, but I could easily judge him. Drinking every night, going out, driving, hauling cars. Why are you so angry? That ain't got nothing to do with you, Jerry. Sit down and tell God, thank you. But on Friday, you're going to get a paycheck, and the drunk is still coming back home. Why are you so angry, world? God said, I can use somebody like Robert, Jerry, to show you my goodness. I can use somebody like you, Jerry. You book smart, but you got a lot to learn about the streets. And do I ever? Now that Robert's dead, I've got, oh, my God, these people are taking advantage of me. Oh, my goodness. What are they doing? Because when Robert was living, these things didn't happen because Robert knew the streets. Robert knew right and this and that. Jerry, you don't even know how to go in there and turn on the stove. You don't know how to put the clothes in the washing machine. But you can go and read a book and... Talk about what the legislation is doing, and tell them about the goodness of what's going on in the books. You can tell them what a excavator is. Teaching your grandson a year old, they they call it this, but it's called an excavator. Okay, grandmama. So now your grandbaby's in school, reading on a fourth grade level. Why? Because God groomed you to teach. He groomed you to pray. And because of your prayers, he kept Robert safe. He didn't keep Robert safe because Robert was so good. No. You pray, God, have mercy on him. That's all you had to say, Jerry. No, you ain't going to no long prayer, three hours prayer. When he walked out the door, you say, Robert, you're drunk, but please be careful. Everybody got a family. And so you went in your room and said, Lord, protect him and any Strangers that he may come into Pull him over to the side Lord Don't let him take nobody out That's all I had to say Robert come home He pulled him up another drink He drank Every day of the week And on weekends He started at 11 And he passed out by 8 o'clock But that was God God didn't let him take nobody's life He didn't let him wreck No cars. And he had a safe driving record. That's God. Safe driving. He got safe driving bonuses. I used to tell my brother, how is he getting safe driving bonuses? I keep getting speeding tickets, and I'm not even going that fast. Like I said, well, you might have been going a little fast, Jerry, because we call you Indianapolis 500, because you be moving. But I don't think it's fast. Robert driving drunk. All I'm doing is speeding a little bit. Wrong is wrong, Jerry. Don't judge him until you judge yourself. Judge ye not. I could see Robert wrong, but I couldn't see my own. Now I try not to judge anybody. And I don't need nobody telling me, oh, you need to look at this. And we need no. We don't need to do anything but say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, stand up in this person. And do your will. Your will, not my will, Lord. Because if you gave me a button to kill people, the whole world would be white got dead, dead, dead. And then I would think about it and go, oh, I didn't mean to kill them. But you came in, I gave you that button, Gary, dead, dead, dead. So I'm not capable of being God. So all I need to do is sit back and say, Lord, have mercy. Have your way, God. Be God in all situations. Protect the families that's dealing with a alcoholic. Protect them, Lord, the driver that's driving drunk. Because I've seen you do it, Lord. I've seen your work. I've seen your work. I've had accidents hitting the gas when I should have hit the brakes, bamming the tree up. Robert has never had an accident and was driving drunk, never, never got
3: pulled over,
1: so he had favor of God, and as my brother had to remind me, Noah drove the boat drunk and fell off of it, uh, well, we didn't talk about Noah, we talking about Robert, well, what if, if God did it for Noah, why wouldn't he do it for Robert? Then I had to start sitting down thinking, who am I to judge Robert? I speed. I've had one, two, three accidents. I caused the insurance to go through the roof. Robert has never had an accident. Safe driver. The goodness of God. Who am I to talk about anybody? You're riding around with a bunch of drug addicts. Y'all selling drugs. God didn't pull you over then. In fact God allowed the policeman to let you go. But you don't you don't forget about that. But you can just focus on Robert doing bad. <laughs> As Jesus said, Who among us that is free from sin? Cast the first stone, Jerry. Why don't you go ahead and throw that stone, Jerry? And watch it come back and knock you down. I myself have not been Sin free Yeah he committed adultery. What was you doing Jerry uh, Well uh, no Don't try to clean it up
3: You were just as bad You have
1: been bad Since day one Maybe I have favor on Robert Because he who finds a wife Finds a good thing And is given the favor of God He's taking care Of two children that's not his He's giving you his whole paycheck. Well, not all of it, but he's giving you more than enough. You can get your hair done three times a week because of that drunk out there driving. You can get your nails done twice a week because of that drunk out there driving. You all eat out in restaurants almost every night because of that drunk out there driving. And then God had to bring it back to my remembrance. When I got the divorce, they had to show me. Oh, uh, he was a bad man Yeah, he committed adultery, but that's not against the law But he provided for you very well But see, when we get angry, we want revenge That's why God says It's okay to get angry, but don't sin Vengeance is mine, says the Lord So I'm going to let you get the divorce Jerry, But I'm going to keep you right there in that house Because he ain't did nothing so bad You're the one that I really need to put some wrath on, but I'm, I'm I'm sparing you. I am the one God needed to have really chastised and put his rod on me. But he didn't. He saved me. He saved me even when I was in the midst of my mess. He saved me. If that I didn't do anything wrong, I should have went to jail. But he didn't allow it It is not that I didn't do anything wrong I should have been in places I should have had a baby at 16 But I didn't God kept me When I didn't know how to keep myself And that is what I want to say Judge ye not I should have been judging myself but I was too busy looking at someone else. Let's pay attention to us before we start paying attention. to. And that's all I want to say, Evangelist Barbara.
4: All right, Ms. Jerry. Yes, yes. And, and you know, we're good at that. We can see everybody's mistakes but our own. And many times we have gotten jealous of other people and what they miss. When I did it, I got caught. When they did it, they didn't get caught. But just like she said, we got to look to God for everything. We got to look to him for all answers. Whatever I want to know, I go to him and ask. And when I tell you he's willing to give me the answer, I just got to be willing to accept the answer. Because a lot of time, the answer he gives, we don't like it. So we go seeking somewhere else for another answer. But that's the first answer was the right answer. Uh, Yeah. And so we thank him this morning. And we're looking out at the world and how they're calling right wrong and wrong right and all this stuff. It's just unreal in many ways, just unreal. But we know that God is faithful. And if we'll stay with him, he will bless us. Oh, uh, yeah, he will bless us, give us the right mind frame, give us the right thoughts. We are able to do the right things if we choose to. And we can't let what other people are doing wrong, calling it right. No, no need for us to go there. Uh-uh. No need for us to go there. We're going to stay with God and stay with what's right. We're going to stay with what's good and do what's good. Yeah, that's what we are striving for. Perfection in Him to do what's good. Hallelujah. I am looking for uh, Sister Philip Ingrid Phillips song this morning because I know she. Uh, I had it and I don't know if I moved it somewhere else or what did I do with that song, but I'm going to find it and play it for her this morning. Uh, I just got to remain looking for it. So listen, the studio is still open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, a testimony, uh, or you may want to say hello or, or something else, feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Talk of his wonders works. Make known as these among the people. Tell somebody what God did for you. you never know who your testimony will bless. Yeah, somebody may be going through exactly what you've been through. And you can testify that God brought you out. So now they will give God a chance, because if he brought her out, Lord, maybe you'll bring me out, and maybe he will. He's no respecter persons. He won't do it for one and not do it for the other. Yeah, and it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. So hallelujah. We're going with this one this morning, Miss Vicky Winick.
2: This is Jesus in the Morning Radio, spreading the good news of Jesus.
3: Hallelujah,
4: hallelujah, what a song, because He lives. I can face tomorrow. I can face any day that comes my way because God lives. He's on my side in spite of me. He's for me. He's looking beyond my fault and yet needs my need. And I'm grateful unto him this morning. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I can talk of his wondrous works. I can make known his deeds among the people. See, I can tell about the goodness of it. Because I know it was him that did it all for me. I know where he brought me from. Yeah. I know it was him and nobody but him. Because the things that took place, nobody could do it but an almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I used to say, when I saw my oldest brother saved, I said, if he could save him, he could save anybody. Yeah. So I know the power of him this morning. I don't know all his power, but I know enough of his power to know that he's in control. He's yet in charge. Yeah. He yet hold the world in his hand. (laughs) Yeah, the world is not big enough. He's much bigger. And whatever we need today, if we will go to Him and sincere prayer, meaning what you're saying to Him, He will answer. But what we got to remember, we we will have trials. Uh, things will come our way that we don't uh, want and we don't like and we don't enjoy. But it comes to make us strong in Him, because the next trial is a little bit stronger. Then this trial we are in So we look to the hills From which cometh our help And we tell God to strengthen us In the trial And Lord teach me the lesson What are you trying to tell me What are you trying to show me Many times God will take you to his word And he will show you You in his word He has done it for me He has shown me me In his word where I was not at Where I had to get Yeah, I had to get there, because his word says so. Again, today he said, be ye holy, for I am holy. What is holy? It's clean, unspotted from the world. You're not influenced by the world. I don't care what they do, you're not following it. Yeah, because we see too many that say we're believers, we're Christians, uh, following the things of the world. I'm telling you it's important to take note to these things because the enemy is slick and cunning and sly and he'll ease it right in there on you. Oh, you can wear that dress. It's short, but look, a lot of fat women wearing short dresses. No, ma'am? I don't think so. Oh, it's nothing wrong with uh, putting extra eyelashes on. God gave you a pair. Take care of them so they can grow. It will be all right. Because see, everything now, when you look at everything is about money. Everything, basically, is about money. Yeah, they won't see you at the doctor's office and you sit unless you got some type of money to pay insurance, pay out of pocket, but they're not going, going to be bothered with you unless you got money. Yeah. You, they can know you're dying, well you just have to die on because you don't have no money. Now get you some money and come back and see us, and uh, we'll be more than happy to take care of you. Yeah. That's the way they roll out right here. Yesterday I... Call it dental insurance Because I couldn't even get a hold of the dentist anymore I'm like what is going on And so they told me they had gave me a dentist Referral for Gainesville I'm like what? I live in Jacksonville and you sending me the Gainesville So I had to go over and pick up the referral But listen In talking to the lady at the insurance company, it was like she didn't know her job. It was pitiful yesterday. And I had to explain her job to her. This is what you do with this, and this is what you do with that. And she apologized. And she said, I'm trying to read the notes. Well, look, if you need ten minutes to read the notes, I have ten minutes to wait. So you can read the notes, and I can get what I need. Yeah, went and got the um, got the referral, and it's on the referral what the referral is requiring. Nobody put it on. So when I call the dental, the uh, uh, I mean the oral surgeon office that I'm going to, the lady said, "Call them back and tell them we need the X-rays." <laughs> We need this and we need that and we need your phone number so that we can call you and set an appointment with you because you have your referral. I had to call back to the dental office and explain to the girl what the lady said and what to do next, which was make sure they have my phone number. You're calling her to set it up with her through the referral that I can come in with an appointment and be seen by the oral surgeon. Now, let me tell you all something. I was just absolutely floored over that. I said, Lord, I'm getting punishment on the teeth because my dad asked me to take care of him, and I would not. Yeah, I just continued on to love uh, what these things are, uh, Almond Joys and, and Mr. Good Bars and, and uh, what the things is, uh, Now and Laters, Boston Baked Beans. Y'all know what they are. I, I just continued on. And then when I got grown, I, I ate what I wanted to eat, eat, all the sweets, desserts, and everything. And after eating the foolishness, didn't go in there and brush the teeth. Should have been brushing the teeth. Three times a day, yeah, cake, all right, come on with it now, with wonderful frosting, pie, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, you eat it. Should have been brushing the teeth after every sweet thing I ate, rinsing my mouth out. Now nah, I'm going to wait until I go to bed. I'm eating food on top of all of this. Then when the tooth, and then how I mean, you to know when you, uh, come with child that'll, that'll, that'll mess with your teeth too if you haven't been taking care of them so in my older years one day I'm eating a mango and the front tooth come out oh my goodness and it started from there now it's like I'm in a battle to get the mouth repaired properly yeah so I said to myself, to, look here, you better eat right and, 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 and eat smaller portions and stop playing around and really get that weight on, off of you because if that weight caused some severe problems to you, what's going to happen? These people that you're going for medical stuff, uh, they don't know what they're doing. The front office don't even know what they're talking about or what's going on. So how would you even get back to the doctor? And when you get to him, what 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 is it that he knows? Because you know you can get a certificate, look like now in two weeks, and you're a medical profession, professional. So I I just went in and looked at the man's background and everything, and he's been in it for 29 years. And I read the testimonials of his services, what he offered, what he's done. Because if you only been uh, uh, you in dental school or uh, you only been a dentist for a week, I, I, I just don't want you in my mouth. I'm already uh, concerned or a bit over-concerned about the dental procedures. And you only been doing it for a week? No, I, I, I don't think I need your services. So we want to be prayerful. Pray and ask the Lord to help us to take care of these vessels, these bodies that he gave us. Now, see, I thought mine was invincible. Yeah, I thought I had such a super strong body, you know, and I eat what I want, I do what I want. And that body showed me, yeah, you can, but if you don't take care of me after doing all of that, you're doing too. it. And some of it you don't need to do because I can't handle it. Uh, You need to look at some things. And I can remember this lady named Miss Human. She used to tell me, she said, Stop eating all that fried stuff. Can you bake a chicken sometime? Yeah. And can you not try the ham, a slice of ham after you done bake the ham? Stop battering up everything deep fried it. And all that white rice, calm down on the rice and potatoes. Oh, no, I'm having mashed potatoes, gravy, fried chicken uh, with my green beans, and the green beans got smoked pork meat in it. And then uh, aside from that, I'm not having a dinner roll. I'm having cornbread, and I put cream-style corn in the cornbread and put bacon grease in that and mixed it up and baked it. And that's what I'm having, just killing yourself. I- too much of anything is not good for you. You don't have to have a dessert with every meal. Oh, but I do. I'm going to make a blueberry pie on Monday. On Tuesday, I'm going to make a sweet potato pie. On Wednesday, I'm going to make banana pudding. Thursday, I'm going to have peach cobbler. And I still got a bunch of stuff from them other desserts I have made. So you're on a suicide mission and don't even know it. Stop it. Yeah, the Lord come and just stop it, It, Hey, cut it out, if you want to live. I've healed you, but you go back and make yourself sick. You ask me to heal you. I heal you. You go right back and make yourself sick again. Yes, sir, that blueberry pie homemade from scratch, Brother Louis. Yeah. I show you how to bake uh, 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 chicken, roast a chicken, roast vegetables. I show you that if you get enough vegetables in you, and you want a chicken leg, you can have that. You want a chicken wing, you can have that. But no, you got to have six chicken wings. You got to have rice and gravy, and one vegetable, and dessert. And might wash that down with a, a some type of sweet drink, sweet tea, a, a, a sweet carbonated soda. Cut it out. So if I have to have a, a sweet drink, I try my best to drink some type of tea or with honey or I might have a sip of grape juice. In the mornings I may have a sip or two of orange juice and lots of water. Look at look at Louis to an old verse for me. <laughs> Yeah. With lots of water because that's what's needed. Lots of water for this body to wash out the impurities. And even the foods you eat to help wash some of that stuff out of there. Vegetables are real important. And, and, and grain, but we got to eat the right grains. Yeah. They got to thank quinoa. And Shante keep talking to me about the quinoa. You need to try it, Mama. Now, I, I, I'm not used to quinoa. I, I can't do that. I, I got to stay on... My side of the fence, so I can handle eggplant cauliflower broccoli uh brussels sprouts i gotta I get me a big big bag of mixed vegetables that I can shake on a cookie sheet or a baking pan, hit it with a little olive oil, sprinkle a little salt and pepper over that, and sometimes I chop up a little bit of garlic, real fine garlic real fine, and spread that over. Throw it off in the oven. As I'm bringing it out, it's roasted off. I might shake a little bit of Parmesan cheese over it, and I'm good to go. Cauliflower. Instead of making macaroni and cheese, I make cauliflower and cheese. And it reminds me of the macaroni and cheese. See, because sometimes it's a thing in your mind. And then sometimes it's some taste buds you're so used to. All the salt, all the sugar, all of this and that seasoning salt, that's not good for you. So I had to change uh, my way of eating. And last night I sat down and I went over some stuff and made me a menu so that I can eat what I made on the menu and not say, well, I I, I, I need to go get me something to eat because I forgot to take something out of the freezer and and, and I I just don't feel like cooking. So now I want to run over to somewhere else and, and get something. Yeah, and then the devil will tell you, well, go to Panera because their stuff is not that fattening. For me, it is. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Cook at home, you know what's in your food. You know who washed it. You know how clean it is. Yeah. And you can even find out the calories that you put in your own food. Sometimes you might do what they call an intermittent fast. You may not eat until 12, they say don't miss breakfast. But sometimes missing breakfast is good for me, not everybody. So if I eat at 12 and don't eat again until 5 or eat nothing after 6, that's better for my body. I have more energy. Yeah. You just have to find what they call your niche. You, you have to find what works for your body. Because a lot of people crying, I'm sick, I'm sick. Well, eat right. You got to eat right. Because if you feed that body right, that body going to do right. I tried to do it for many years. But it hadn't gotten me down. See, food wasn't making me feel bad. It -hmm. it, 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 it was like my go-to comforter thing. And then I'm telling myself, ain't no harm in eating food. It's not like drugs or it's not like alcohol. But how how many know this? Too much of anything is a sin. It becomes an addiction, and you have to have it. And I'm a big girl, and I like them groceries. Yeah, I've been loving groceries a long time. and know how to cook the groceries for me and make the groceries taste the way that I like them. And so when I know anything, I've overeaten too many of the good groceries that I made. It's only portion, certain portion size you're supposed to have. But then if you going back three, four times for the same portion, yeah, you're overdoing it. And it becomes a sin, gluttony, because that's what it is. You got full off that first portion. Drink some water and wait a minute, you'll feel the fullness in your stomach. But, no, I couldn't wait on the food in the field. I went back and made sure it was full, too full. Yeah. So God is faithful, and uh, he's still in the healing business. And he will heal you and tell you what to do to stay healed. And you have to follow the instructions. Because many things we already know. I know good and well a ham hock I shouldn't have. so there's no need of me cooking ham hocks. Smoke neck bones, pigtails, and put a little fat back in a pot of greens. No need for that. They showed me how to chop up some onion, celery, and bell pepper, stir fry it in a little olive oil, dump the greens over in there with a little water, and let them steam on down until they're good and tender. A little salt and pepper, mix it up. It is fantastic. Yeah. But see, in the cabbage, I had to have bacon in the cabbage, the thick bacon. Get the, get the grease from the bacon, dump the cabbage over in there. When the cabbage get a little tender, put the whole pieces of bacon back in the cabbage. They're full of smoked flavor, but they're full of deadly poison, too, killing me. So now I learned. I tell a little garlic and onions, little olive oil, a little salt and pepper, dump the cabbage in there, let them steam down, you good to go. Tastes excellent. The same taste, but I get better benefits because now I'm getting more of the vitamin and nutrients and everything from the cabbage. I was getting just a little bit from the cabbage before, and all of the wrong stuff out of the fat of the bacon, the bacon grease. Yeah. So I had to put myself in check, God healing you, You're going back, making yourself sick. Stop it. So now he's blessing me, brown rice, no white rice. If i got to just have sugar in the coffee, I'm putting brown sugar. I'm trying not to drink coffee. I'll put no sugar in nothing because it don't help me. But when I, when I do all of this now, the right thing, I feel so much better. I have energy, feel like I can run a marathon. But if I put that sugar, and I like a lot of sugar and cream in my coffee, So it's like I'm having a little coffee with cream and sugar. Make me feel bad later on. I'm just telling the truth. And a lot that I could get done, I don't. Because I've eaten wrong. And how many know you eat certain things? It puts you to sleep. You eat certain things, you don't feel like getting up doing absolutely nothing. It's your diet. Because if you put the right thing in that body, you're going to keep energy. When 3 o'clock in the afternoon comes, you won't feel sluggish or like you need a nap because what you've eaten for lunch. And them vegetables will help you. Yes, they will help you. Broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, all that kind of thing, it's, it's like a diuretic. like a Well, it's full of fiber. So what should be coming out of your body, it'll bring it out of there. It won't store it so long. Yeah. Eat right and watch what happens to you. Research some things. I was trying to go with Weight Watchers, but I that counting did, this got on my nerves. I'm not counting off nothing. I'm going over here, and I know the way you prepare this, and then you don't put this in it, grease and that and that in it. And then you don't eat a whole... Head of cabbage, you get your serving of cabbage. If you're going to have brown rice, you don't eat the whole pot of rice. You eat a serving of rice. you see, I was chopping up bell pepper, celery, onion, and chicken stock and put it in the brown rice. But what's in the chicken stock? Too much salt, too much... Oh, yeah, I love them Brussels sprouts now. Oh, I take them Brussels sprouts steam them up, tender, oh boy, put me a little salt and pepper, that's all I need, and I go to work. And steam them up, you know, when they're just lightly tender so you don't cook all the nutrients and all the vitamins out of them, boil them, boiling them and all of this, just to steam. And I want to buy me one of them bamboo steam uh, pot things, pot things I'm calling it. it. Uh, it's got the, like the crisscross... Uh, bamboo, and you lift the top, it holds in the bottom. But your food don't drop out because the hole's real small. So the steam come up through there and hit them vegetables and make 'em them tender enough to eat, but they're not all the way so tender until they're falling pod Because if you overcook cabbage, it's going to mess with your stomach and mess with your sleep. I learned that. Yeah. Low sodium broth. Okay. Like them roasted in the ovens, With olive oil. Yeah, I like that way, too, because a roasted vegetable to me is the best. uh, uh, Carrots roasted, the little baby carrots, oh, my goodness. You think you're eating a candy bar. So I have to be careful with those because it's natural sugar. Nonetheless, it's sugar, yeah. So we want to be careful and try to get on the right track and stay on the right track when I eat water, water, water. is good. Yeah, lots of water is good. Stay away from soda if we can. Yeah, cause some people are addicted to sodas, Pepsi, Coke, all that kind of thing. A Crush, and I used to love a Crush soda. That Peach, oh my goodness, Pineapple, Orange, Grape, Crush, Strawberry. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, big gal liked it. All that kind of thing with a fish sandwich, huh? Ah a fish dinner. Look, fried fish, potato salad, toasted bread with butter. Yeah, all that kind of craziness. Some green beans again, but you got all that fat and foolishness in the green beans. I'm going to let the hog have his hocks. I'm going to let him keep his tail. I'm going to let him keep his neck bones. Yeah, I'm working with vegetables. You get more out of it. Yeah. I make a vegetable uh, omelet. That thing is good. Woo, yes it is. Take broccoli, steam it down. Put your little bit of olive oil over there. Yeah, a little salt and pepper. You get the flavor of the broccoli, not all of that
3: cheese.
4: and Yeah, you got to be careful, got to be careful. I take cauliflower and make it like mashed potatoes. I just don't put milk in it. Yeah, a little salt, a little pepper. I even put a little onion in that. Ooh, that thing is kind of
3: good, I tell you.
4: Yeah. So I learned, you, you trying to uh, stay with the old way of cooking, which you've been so long, it's killing you. But here's a new way to do it and a better way. You get the full flavor of the food. And guess what I learned? It don't make me sleepy, and I don't want to eat in the next five minutes. Because some dinners you can eat, and in five minutes, it's like you're not satisfied. i got to go back for something else. But when you eat more vegetables, you're going to find yourself not eating as much. And you won't crave as much sugar. Now, if you eat them sweet carrots... You might crave something But most I take carrots and grate them And put raisin in it Nothing else, just carrots and raisin If I want a little celery I can grade just a tiny bit of celery But most times just the carrot and raisin Serve me well A well roasted chicken I got a lemon uh, Chicken recipe from Ina Yeah And uh, I'm making that this Sunday for dinner with some cauliflower and some broccoli and I might even throw some uh, spinach on the side if I don't just get the roasted vegetables, you know and have me a group of roasted vegetables and some cauliflower like macaroni and cheese with the roasted vegetables and the roasted chicken I bought zucchini spaghetti vegetable spaghetti and so if I got to have me some spaghetti, I take ground turkey and make my meat sauce uh, with tomatoes and tomato paste and, you know, tomato sauce and my garlic and my olive oil and thing. And then I, you know, cook up the uh, spaghetti noodles, and I serve that over. it. If I want to bake it, I mix it in with the spaghetti, shake me a little parmesan over there, the crumble parmesan, the fresh kind uh, that you get out of the dairy section, Run that off in the oven right quick and bring it out. It'll make you say, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Louis Louis, Louis and I ain't mad at all of this, that healthy stuff. Louis want that deep stuff that he can't have and I can't eat either. Yeah, Louis looking at peach cobbler homemade butter pound cake from scratch. Woo, that kind of thing. But I was able to let it go, and I'm thankful. Now, every now and then, because I love ice cream, every now and then I get that, I, I want the ice cream, and believe it or not, I love vanilla. Look at him coming, dang. <laughs> I love vanilla, the ice cream, not milk man, no foolishness, and every now and then I want a little bit of that, but if I want that, I make me something with some apples, I might Cut the core out of the apples, put in a little brown sugar and a little cinnamon, and wrap it up in some foil, put it in the oven. When I think is about tender, I take the foil off the top and let it brown, and it cooks up like kind of like a caramel, and I eat that. Yeah, look at Louis Tartt, French padella. See, he owned, the, he owned the bad foods. He owned the bad foods, but he can't have it right now either. And so we just thank God this morning. He will heal us. He will. It will heal us, but we got to stay healed. Don't We can't go back and make ourselves sick, and then we write back, Lord, heal me. Yeah, yeah, Jerry, me too. I need that real ice cream. You know where we come from. <laughs> what Sia said, I do many ginger ale. Yeah, now I was drinking them, but it's still soda, and it still has sugar in it. And I would get it and drink a portion of one, like a fourth of the many, but, it would, you know, it was still sugary. So when I'm trying to stay awake and not feel sluggish or want to go back and eat something after I've eaten 15, 20 minutes ago, there's no ginger ale. But ginger ale is it's really good for you, and it helps that digestive. But I, I just have to do it in moderation, in portions, and not... You know, drink a whole one up. If I drink okay. some a quarter of the day, I can't go back tomorrow and have more ginger ale. I gotta wait a few days, let that you know do what it do on out my body, and then I can go back for some other stuff. Roasted garlic, you take the garlic and peel it. I get it already peeled. I buy the elephant garlic. That's what I like. You put a little olive oil, a little salt and pepper, roast it in the oven in some foil for about fifteen twenty minutes. And when you eat your meal, eat your roasted garlic. Any inflammation in your body, any infection in your body is going to attack it. But if you find out you got inflammation or infection in your body, you're going to eat that garlic every day that you can eat it. If you can eat it three times a day, you're going to eat it three times a day. And what's going to happen is it's going to dry up the infection, it's going to fight that inflammation, Yeah, turmeric do, too. And I said turmeric, turmeric, it does, too. So I make a drink with ginger, turmeric, a little bit of garlic, a little lemon, and what else I put in. Did I say ginger? And I put it off in the microwave. If you need it sweet, put a little honey, you know. And I put it in the microwave and heat it up real good and and sip it like a tea. That helps inflammation and digestive yeah because the older we get, your body really don't burn uh the stuff up your metabolism is not that fast, and then you it's like your digestive system it's like it slows down or something, so you gotta have some stuff to help- help it, yeah, yeah it's gotta be real ginger, yeah real ginger, not just the flavor but the ginger root if you can get the uh root get the, root, get the root, get the real stuff. Yeah. I bought some, uh, the real gourmet, the powder, and I cook with it. I cook with the, am I saying it right, Louis Kermit? I cook with that, with, with, with garlic. Yeah. And, and it really, it really will do your body some good. And if you drink that little tea there, uh, if you got stomach fat, you're going to see that start to disappear. Yeah. But in moderation, in moderation of your food, in portion, yeah, I can't eat uh, two legs and two wings. That's too much. Now, I can have a wing, you know, and I might could have two wings. A leg, I eat one leg. Uh, not fried, but roasted or baked. Yeah, and you can use vegetables to season your chicken. Yeah, you, you really don't have to have too much salt. Nah, I say salt, sea salt or something, but I really don't have to use all of that. I can do it with vegetables. And one thing about the chicken I make, for some reason, the next day it's better. All the vegetable flavors gone through it. Woo! And I hit that little leg. Oh, yeah, it's right as the male. But my biggest thing in my diet is vegetables, chicken, turkey, fish, and vegetables. And that's why you see me drink a little bit of the grape juice, because I came off red meat. Yeah. And I don't, you know, really eat red meat. It takes too long to digest in my system. Chicken, that fish, even turkey, no problem. Yeah. I like a roasted turkey leg. I do those, too. Oh, my goodness. And I take some of the roasted turkey and make me a sandwich. There's a bread I buy by Sara Lee. Each slice is only 40 calories. And if I put anything on it, it'll be a little mustard, because mustard helps with digestion. So I put a little mustard on that, and I'm good to go. With an ice-cold bottle of water, drink the whole bottle with the sandwich. It's going to help you.
5: In between
4: bites, drink water. Yeah, because I've known a lot of people, and I'm guilty of it. I just ate, 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 then I drank last. That don't help. In between your spoons or forks of food, drink, and especially water. I promise you, it is so good for you. Yeah. You're going to notice the difference even when you shower. You're going to notice the difference if you drink enough water. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, so we... we, we God heals us, but well, we go back and make ourselves sick by our diet. And, and, and look, when I started eating the vegetables and chicken and fish and turkey and things, let the red meat go and all of that, because I was trying pork chops and fry them until uh, the pork chop, it looked like it wanted to ask me, can you please take me out this grease? I am done. <laughs> That's the way it was. Lettuce, tomatoes, mayonnaise, white bread. Oh, it tastes so good, but it's oh so bad for you, killing you. So I don't even do pork chops. I don't do ham. I do smoked turkey. And maple smoked turkey, I I love it, but I be careful with that because it's sweet. Yeah. And I I make me a, a sandwich out of that, or I take that and let the uh, juice come out of it, chop me a little garlic and thing and it. it kind of makes it like a little thin gravy, and I can have that and some vegetables, some brown rice, that's dinner. But more vegetables than rice and the maple, uh, maple turkey, yeah. It's all kind of things we can do to satisfy the taste buds and get away from the unhealthy stuff. Yeah, I, I learned, and I had to see what they was talking about, and it really was killing me. And I shall live and not die to declare the works of Almighty God. And God is with the program of healthy eating. When I look in the Bible, they weren't not I, I, a lot of them. They were not around eating all that crazy stuff. The disciples, fish and bread. You can't go wrong with that. And the way the bread was made. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, Jerry. Amen. God here, what we need to let him love love our body like he loves us. That's right. That's right. I'm with you when you're right. Listen, I said I would go find some favorite songs and uh, I found that we we're going to play this and when we come back, the studio is still open. And if no one has anything they would like to say, then we will pray out. But we have plenty of time this morning if you want to share testimony. or Just talk uh, on a scripture or talk of his wonders works. You know, we make it known as deeds, the things he can do and has done for us, and the things we're expecting him to do. We, we're telling the people about it. Hallelujah. And it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to Sister Ingrid and take a listen. Thank you. the English. give him glory hallelujah but we are waiting on him he told me to wait and to be of good courage and he's going to strengthen my heart he just need me to wait and uh, let the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be acceptable in his sight oh lord my strength and my redeemer and he's working it out for my good today Ah thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And listen, I feel money coming. I believe God is going to bless us financially. And yes. so we tell him. Thank you. Tell him thank you. Yes, yeah, because the earth is easy. we say that again from the area.
5: Yeah, yeah, he is. Matter of fact, I was laughing when you said Holy Roller. I heard this um there's a, a really strong Christian out here who loves rock and roll. So this is her phrase. She said, Jesus is my rock and that's how I roll. I'm like okay and um, yes he is going to bless us financially because the transference of wealth from the sinners to the righteous is happening and it has to happen so that we can fund the kingdom and fund what needs to happen on this earth and it takes money he doesn't the love of money is the root of all evil but it takes money that's God knows that that's why you know he we can't have like, oh, we can't handle this and all that. He wants to bless us. He wants, you know, as, just think of us as a natural, as a mom and a dad. You know, we want to bless our kids. And if we had the money, we could bless them.
4: Yes. And we bless yes.
5: them without the money. But what more can we do? And God is the one who's a what more kind of God that wants to bless his kids during this time so that people Like a Jewish person said, you know, they know the covenant they have with God. They don't understand why Christians have a covenant of poverty. We have to know that God is is blessing us to obtain wealth, to give to those who don't. He knows our heart. There's many things, and I'm quite sure with you, that if we had, quote, the money, but guess what? He's going to ask us what's the money we have right now. What are you doing?
4: All right, because so, see, what I something. know, the, quick, uh, the quickest way area to get God to move with money, plant a seed. He loves <laughs> the you, you plant you seeds, i going to grow a harvest. i tell you who you can ask. Ask Andrea Spinner. <laughs> ask Andrea <laughs> Spinner about this out the clear blue sky planting $100 seed and, and what she got. She came in and testified yesterday. They fixed the driveway. She over there with the girlfriend hanging out and had felt disappointed because she didn't think they was going to do it. When she got home, it was already done. Why? Wow. Seed planting. And when you plant your seed in good soil that's fertilized, you're going to get a harvest. God moved right quick, many days, because he know The seed I planted, brother, I, I I really needed the money to pay up some bills, but... I got to make a sacrifice unto you. I got to give to you, Lord. You love a cheerful giver, and what I'm giving to is spreading the gospel all over the world. I can't go all over the world for God to see that I'm planting. It would cause your word to go all over the world. He going to.